everyone. Welcome to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bianyash, and today I am here with... The Mariachi Ghost. The Mariachi Ghost. The Mariachi Ghost. I missed the cue there. So let's go around this, the table and everyone explain who you are. I want you to do in the band, sorry. Yeah. My name is Adam. I play bass guitar. My name is Raphael, and I play... Electric guitar, lap steel guitar, and trumpets. My name is Gabriel. I play the jarana, Mexican rhythm guitar. That's all I do. My name is Tim, and I play the keyboards, trumpet, and quijada. So, did any of you do vocals? I sing. We all. Well, we. I sing sometimes. There. We do lots of background vocals. Um, we have generally have lots of layered harmonies, and mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was listening to you earlier, and I just. Um, yeah. uh, I don't remember I was talking about that. Sorry, I'm so tired. Army. So, and when you guys all have breakfast, yeah. <laughs> you guys all have the ringer. Yeah, so we went to we went to this restaurant here in Regina called Hunter Gatherer, and we all I, we all here at this table had the ringer, which is a ham. It's kind of like a hamburger, but instead of yeah, a it's patty, a, there's it's an, a, an onion ring, a battered onion ring with uh, a egg. fried egg in the middle, <clears> and that's tomato, spinach, tomato, spinach, in a bun, in a, in a bun. Yeah, so people are just really confused what we're it's talking about. We're currently delicious. at the Breakout West conference here in Regina, and my my vocal sound or test is to ask them if they have a breakfast, and everyone had the same thing. So I thought it'd be mm -hmm. funny to mention. So how many people are? It's like wait, how many people are you are in the band? Eight. We're well, the eight on stage, and we have, if we're lucky, a sound person and Amy, our makeup artist. But eight people on stage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in addition to who's not here yes. right now, uh, we have our dancer, Alexandra, who um, does kind of uh, traditional dance on the tarima mixed with contemporary dance, and so she really brings the element of theatricality to the band. Yeah, and some percussion with her feet as well. Yeah. We also have Jorge Requena, who is uh, the lead singer mm -hmm. and uh, rhythm guitar. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Bruce Bourbon, who's our man of every instrument. Uh, he plays the percussion. He plays a Mexican bass guitar called the Guitarra Bozarona. He plays classical guitar. Uh, and, and last but certainly not least, uh, Ian Makita on the drums. And back La Batterie. La Batterie. La batterie. <laughs> That's funny that we can be like our, ourselves and then we can each one have a member of Yeah, and you're like, and now I'm, 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 I'm Hello. I'm Ian. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so. Uh, just the obvious. So the, the Spanish music is that okay? Is that a say or Mexican music? Me what, well, what do you prefer? Sp in Spanish, but Mexican. Mexican music. Mexican is yeah. The roots come from okay. Uh, and yeah, kind of a particular region of Mexico. There's lots of Mexican music, I think. Well, we actually yeah, and we inspire ourselves from all kinds. Like Mexico is a big place, and there's all kind of yeah. styles. So we. Uh, is it the, big? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's really big. It's uh, really big. So we, yeah, Son Ocho is one style, but we've also, like, other traditional mariachi genres um, are, yeah, are just... Some inspired. cumbia. Yeah, some cumbia. cumbia, Latin rhythms, salsa, some, like, ska, kind of. There's there's all kinds of stuff, not just um, yeah. not just traditional Mexican music. But, okay. Uh, yeah. and, and so then what would you what would you say your genre is? It's everyone calls us something, everyone explains it differently. We've been called everything from like Mexi metal to like uh, traditional Mexican music meets prog rock or like 
or a Mexi, wall of sound. A wall of sound. <laughs> or the Mexi Pink Floyd. The yeah. Mexican Pink Floyd. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the Cascabel, Cascabel <laughs> oh. as a song kind of talks to what we kind of do. So that was okay. a, a traditional Mexican song, yeah. Sonor Ocho. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, do you really want to talk about like the what the meaning or like when, when that song would be played? So Cascabel, well, so yeah, the, the, the first song on our album and that we play and we play it a lot live, it features... The one we started with. The one yeah. we started yeah, with, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, it, it, um, yeah it, it's a traditional Mexican song that you can hear at the beginning, but um, yeah, it's come from, it comes from a region called uh, Veracruz, which is on eastern, eastern Mexico, um, in a style called Son Jarocho. And they, so it, like, they, people get together and play music all night in these uh, gatherings called Fandangos. So we... There's you know all kinds of stringed instruments and this, the percussion the percussion that uh, Alexandra does with her feet. Um, uh, they have people dancing all night uh, and it's it's yeah it's really really unique. Um, so that's one of the influences that we take. The, some mm -hmm. of the instruments we play come from that style of music, but uh, yeah. And then as the song you can hear in the song, it kind of that transforms into something that's you know there's this electric parts and then it becomes uh, yeah kind of it, it turns into a something fusion. New. yeah yeah. yeah. And, and also, like, the music that we play tells a story. It's like, if you, it's not important to know the story, to enjoy the, the, the show, but uh, it all tells the story of the mariachi ghost. So um, Jorge, who started writing song or writing poetry for a comic that he never finished, um, and they just became the first mariachi ghost song. So we, when we decided to make the album, we decided to tell the story in different ways. So mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like listening to, like, a Quentin Tarantino movie or something, or kind of like a soundtrack for... Because okay. the story is kind of like a revenge story. Um, yeah. So yes. if you imagine, you're not just listening to like a an album, you're listening to something like that. I have so many questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so why this type of music in Winnipeg? Because we all live in Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. and, 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 <laughs> but that being said, why so why this kind of music? Well, you know, um, nobody was planning on doing this. We it just happened. Um, you know, uh, we had the material for a comic. And uh, we, well, you know, the, the music kind of happened accidentally in a way. Yeah. Um, okay. And it just, we never really thought to, let's just write this type of music. It just naturally wrote itself mm -hmm. in a way. So there, There's so many know, people in the band and so yeah, many influences. So many influences. I, I think the kind of the key, right, Jorge came, Jorge was born in Mexico City, mm -hmm. moved to Canada to go to university at the University of Manitoba. <laughs> and uh, and then that's where he met you, right? Yeah, Gabriel. We, yeah, we met, and then we yeah, uh, we connected. Uh, we became friends, and then eventually started playing music together. And then for the Fringe Festival, we put on this this first show, so we started building, creating a band. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's because we were telling us we wanted to tell a story. Um, and Jorge comes, his background's in film, so there was like that didn't matter. Genre didn't matter. And we had all these all this type of music that we liked, right? So. Mm -hmm. Um, but Jorge, Jorge didn't like traditional music, is no, that correct? Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of were the one that... Yeah, I'm, I'm from St. Vital, so I'm not I'm not Mexican, but I lived in Mexico, and I'm passionate with uh, of Mexican music, and I went and studied uh, numerous times. So there was... At the, we've come to terms with each other now, have, you know, mm -hmm. it works. But there's this... There were you, yeah, we didn't limit ourselves because it, we didn't have to, and because to tell the story, right, all of these styles of music just made sense, right? So... Um, you want it to sound like Mexico, well, use this element. Mm -hmm. You want it to sound like yeah, exciting, use... I mean, yeah, some of us, some of us, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, Raphael, you were kind of steeped in 
Latin American music all your life, but other others of us but have kind of like from, picked it up. Like he's also of, a resident metalhead as well. So yeah, right. So <laughs> it's uh, yeah, that's that's the thing that we it's 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 all over the place, but in a good way. Yeah, you know, uh, we it still has a very unique sound. Like it's still okay. Mm-hmm. I you can I know I can notice you guys when I hear it. Like, yeah, and it's and it's evolving. Uh, we have the, the the writing process now is different. Then when we started, uh, our first album was done uh, just like that, you know, having ideas floating around and jamming. Uh, and jamming and putting things together. I think there were parts on some of the songs that were in different songs uh, originally, and now they ended up in a, yeah. in a whole different song somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're, we're approaching it with uh, a particular idea in mind. So we're mm-hmm. trying to tell a story as well. Um, so we are more focused on that. Uh, yeah, on, on songwriting is a little bit different. Good uh, to keep give yeah. yourself limitations, yeah. but also the music's important. But also the show. It's yeah. always for, since day one. It's always been about the stage show. Like mm-hmm. we had um, Alex, Alexandra, uh, our dancer, uh, and you know she percussionist as well. Um, has been yeah has been part of an integral part of the band since day one. We've had in our some of our bigger shows. We've had up to like you know, uh, 10 dancers, a whole marching band and all kinds of things. So it's always been about, it's never been just like, let's go and play some songs. Let's yeah. go and put on a show. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, yeah. it's, it's always... It's a visual uh, aspect. Yeah, so yeah. you, you guys wear makeup while you're performing yeah. and yeah. You, you have a dancer. Why is about that so important to you to have that visual aspect? Well, it's the story element too. Okay. And it just kind of, it one, we wanted to transport people, right? It's mm-hmm. all about ambiance and creating this, this feel, right? Mm-hmm. So um, having that, element helps people connect right yeah. and, and people have told us as well like uh, people who don't speak spanish right they they don't care if they don't speak, understand the lyrics we're singing because there's this this captivating visual element that kind of translates right? yeah um you know she she's very also um she interacts with uh, with the crowd as well she gives away flowers during one of our songs and uh you know so people or dances or, like or every does, show is different yeah and people feel like they're being brought into it as well, mm-hmm. which is, you know, uh, everyone likes to participate, and mm-hmm. that's a good thing. So, but she, yeah, sometimes they don't know that they're going to participate, yeah. or that like, she, <laughs> or they don't expect it, right? She because they're not used. To, she's very intense when she dances, so sometimes yeah. she'll weave through the crowd and like stare people down, just and and uh, just freak them out. Mm-hmm. Freak, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. One show we did on the the top of the roof to, uh, roof uh, of the art gallery, we had ten dancers, and they they came in from behind, so people were watching us. But eventually, they were like jostled by this ghost that just walked by them. So late at night, and mm-hmm. uh, some people were a little like uncomfortable, altered yeah. in, in their altered states. Maybe a little more freaked Whoa. out. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> what is this? This guy what? just uh... so when you so you have this huge visual aspect. How do you kind of in- translate that to the like the music? Like to I mean, like on CD form or yeah. in, we, in like if the no, you can't. I mean, people aren't always listening to it while you're live. How do you kind of do you have her recordings of her? Yeah, team? we try. Yeah, then the first she, album yeah. was really cool. I think we structured it. Did we did we do this in the studio where she we had like mics set up and she moved around? Uh, and no, well, we did a we had a lot of ambitions. Um, <laughs> yeah. She, but she, her for one, the, the percussion that she does with her feet is she's an she's yeah. a musician. She like she yeah. she plays her instrument with the band. Yeah. Um, but in one song. Uh, Luciferian love mm-hmm. she dances most of the time she's dan- we play that song she dances with chains and there's like a rhythmic clunking of chains so we like we've incorporated that and some of the um, 
yeah, so we've tried to incorporate little like sound cues that uh, that she she uses or that are part of her like mm-hmm. uh, dance element in the in the future in the, the next project we're thinking about layering textures and all sorts of creating all sorts of uh, I think there was levels of ambiance in in the first recording too we have some oh, some noise washes and some different sounds the guitar effects and keyboard effects that kind of create this atmosphere that the visual sometimes has on stage that we mm-hmm. have but that helps to kind of fill in that I think a little bit on the on the recording yeah. where you can't always see that but mm-hmm. you can kind of feel that more from the music sometimes i listen like i don't listen to our album I, I, yeah. every day every day but sometimes the for whatever reason i hear a song of ours played on somewhere and i was like wait that, i didn't know that element was there i forgot that this this like guitar part was there because you're on stage and you you, you, you can only hear so much you can yeah. only hear so much so then there was um there's there's a lot of layers that i as a member of the band am just rediscovering or there was an incident there was no i wouldn't i shouldn't say an incident there was an interaction i had with a young man uh when we played festival uh back in february who came up to me and he says what are you opening with and i said well we normally open with cascabel so we're probably going to do that and he says can you guys play it like in the record because last time i saw you you did not play it like it was on the record and i kind of threw me off so can you like <laughs> start it off like exactly like sure I, I started the song anyway so yes I'll start it like like it is in the record that's so people, funny people do listen to it and they like, and, like, like it that like, yeah, way I was like, Holy that's man, funny like, just that's, demanding yeah just, that is funny. part of the beauty of our live experience that we can take a song to a completely new direction because yeah. there's an element of improvisation especially from the dance but that translates mm-hmm. to the music too yeah mm-hmm. we played at the, at the jazz fest for a number of years and so I think we've I mean, we we're kind of loosely jazz, but I think we like to yeah. try to like incorporate a few elements of. I think I play, play a seventh chord in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, we've, yeah. we've got some interesting, interesting chords, but uh, <laughs> jazz is only about chords, right? <laughs> yeah. No, but it's also about a feel, and I think yeah. we we also have. I, I think no, it's, it's funny. Like, a, lot, a lot of our music is it's it's guitar based, but a lot of the keys that we play our music in is not actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, friendly for guitar playing so you know because we do a lot of c sharps yeah so mm-hmm. I, yeah I don't so. Know. Is, that, is that a hard note to play uh, well it's just the you need uh, the key the tonalities around it you need to uh yeah it's, Cap- it, capos are great yeah well <laughs> capos, capos are great but, yeah. but it, it's it's there's it's just not nat- yeah i guess what just, Raph is saying is it's not natural like there are certain chords that like you that are easy to play on the guitar and others that you need more more muscle you need to use yeah. bar chords it's just less and, and also i think it's because jorge uh his vocal range also it's uh mm-hmm. fits well and and keys like c minor and c sharp minor all of those keys are um they convey that feeling of uh of what we want to express like you know they, they fit the music really well so mm-hmm. i think that if we were playing an e minor which is a very friendly key to the guitar i think the songs would sound very different you think so yeah Interesting. So, who's the mariachi ghost? Um, quick story. So the story guess, time. Yeah, the story time. So the mariachi ghost is the story set in old Mexico, about the nineteen like nineteen hundreds, like turn of the century. Mexican Revolution just happened. Mm-hmm. This guy uh, is up from lives in the Pacific coast of Mexico, where Jorge's family's from. So he kind of in, incorporated some some of his like family stories in there. But he's uh, after like a traumatic upbringing. Like his 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 family is killed 
by the the bad guys in the story, who are like the the Freemasons, and yeah, he he his, his adoptive family is also is also killed, and at this point in his life, around he he kind of loses it, and so he doesn't know if he's alive or dead, and so you have old Mexican deities who kind of lost power because it's they're no longer like anyways. There's these there's like Mexican Mexican folklore mixed with like um, yeah good old like revenge story so the uh elements put into it kind of like a tarantino story mm-hmm. um so this guy he the mariachi ghost uh swears to avenge his family and so he he dons this um this cape and this the, the, and wears this mask like a, a day of the dead skull mask mm-hmm. um and hunts down the people who who killed his family right so mm-hmm. he but he doesn't know if he's alive or dead and he has so that's why our, on our, in our stage show, we, we uh, do Half Face as the David. We also yeah. have a little bit of Greek mythology in there, right? Well, so there's, so there's a story, so, so, yeah. there's a story, like a parallel story of Eurydice. Um, like the, but, but he, he also, there's many characters in the, in the, the story, but um, I think that there's, there's one where one of our, our songs is, talks about Eurydice, who is, I think it's the in the Odyssey or where the yeah Odysseus uh, goes Odysseus. down to the underworld to down, yeah. save his love save but his love. he uh, he can't look back when he's walking up the stairs. There's like a classic. Anyways, there's yeah. there's a song that um, it doesn't talk specifically of the mariachi ghost, but it's like it's a good an analogy for and, yeah. the story of the mariachi ghost. Um, it works together. And so mm-hmm. yeah, basically mm-hmm. it's it's like set in this. Um, so it's kind of like a spaghetti so western. Orpheus' point of view. Orpheus, mm-hmm. yeah, um, right. Black Orpheus, a great movie. Oh, that's a great film. A great, that's a, it's great Brazil, Brazil. Yeah. The story of Eurydice and Orpheus, but set in Brazil in the nineteen sixties. Yeah. Carnival Rio, great music. That's Sorry. so smart. Wow, so much history, so cool. I'm just, gonna, just I'm just going to read the story now because I'm actually very curious and like know what the whole story um, is. And then, like, and then, just listen to the music. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, I gotcha. And so, like, yeah, like Cascavel is a story. Is it, a song where he's, he's, he's. It's about him going, and like we've taken, there are lyrics that we've chosen mm-hmm. to tell, talk about his, his, him attack or going after the people and kind of like in a in a fight. The, uh, the mariachi ghost is kind of like an origin origin mm-hmm. story type thing. The Luciferian love talks about the Freemasons who are like the, the bad guys in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, Rider is like he uses a horse. Um, and oh, so all the songs are on like themes or like points or, in the story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, La Bruja is a traditional uh, song, but that we have play, that we play in our own way. We've changed some of the lyrics to. Mm-hmm. And La Bruja is a character. She's like the witch, and she's she was his sister, but she got corrupted, and so she's um, she is yeah. She she kind of has this this power where she can turn things to silver or stone anyways she kind of like mm-hmm. helps the the bad guys enslave some of the population and so this song's about her sal is about salt so they're like salt mines in the pacific and so there's talks about um like the salt in your tears mm-hmm. as well as the salt that's like it's your currency it's what you're worth your worth yeah. and also it's like the 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 people were basically enslaved mm-hmm. cultivating this salt in the pacific yeah. so mm-hmm. uh, la llorona is another traditional song but she talks about the crying woman and so it's like a ghost story mm-hmm. um so it fits right next into the sempasuchil where it's sempasuchil is the flo- the flower of the marigold that's used in the day of the dead and it's supposed to like ward bad evil spirits and mm-hmm. direct the good spirits because on 
in Mexico during the day, the days of it, it's like two days, they, they believe that the spirits of their loved ones come back. And you mm-hmm. can kind of interact with them. Yeah. But you kind of create these altars and these flowers that kind of smell like death. They're kind of, the marigold flowers don't smell nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They kind of, you, you create these pathways for them. Or you bar your, your you can create a bar to, to leave, uh, to prevent bad spirits from coming. So this song talks about um, the one of the, these Mexican deities talking and, and talking to the mariachi ghost and to get them to do uh, stuff for them. We've got the story of Eurydice, the Orpheus, Sweetwater is also kind of an origin story. Mm-hmm. And then Chaman is, he becomes, it's, yeah, at the end of the story, he becomes uh, a jaguar. A jaguar. He, he, he's a sh- he becomes a shaman. Okay. And um, with the help of one of these, these old, old world Mexican gods yeah he, he he turns into a, a jaguar to like a, which is like a mythical being in mexican yeah. uh, mythology mm-hmm. to complete his his quest I guess. Mm, wow very yeah. cool so that's the and the, this is called just self-titled self-titled, self-titled yeah, the, Mar- the mariachi ghost okay very that's mm-hmm. so cool and i have to phys- listen to it the physical copy has got great artwork by uh, wanda luna mm-hmm. a local chilean artist and uh all the, the and there's inside the the book there's more more art as well mm-hmm. uh, calligraphy yeah. by Raphael yeah here all the words are, are written out by by oh, really mm-hmm. yeah. oh nice mm-hmm. um that's just like a, I'm just like I have so many questions yeah. <laughs> I don't have so much time so let's take a really quick break we're gonna listen to it's it's not Spanish it's it's not what the the language of the Aztec so it's simpasuchi Sempasuchi. You don't have to, you know, the, yeah, you don't have to. Sempasuchi. Okay, so then that's the marigold. Yeah. Marigold. All right, so let's <laughs> listen to that one. Déjame una flor aquí en la puerta. Hay para saber que no estás muerta.
everyone this is Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 this is Ashley Bianesh and I'm still here with the Mariachi Ghost. Hello, Hello everyone. Hello. Uh, we got uh, Adam, Adam, Raphael, Gabriel and Tim. Uh, so these songs are quite long uh, like I'm not in a bad way I'm not saying like oh but I mean like they're long like they're mm -hmm. the normal standard songs are three or four minutes. Why did you make the decision to have such we are long just long-winded. We don't. We don't. Yeah. Well, they we don't never, start out that way. No, they start out as thirty-minute songs, yeah. and so we actually feel like they're really <laughs> yeah. short. Yeah, we oh, cut really? down okay. like twenty-five minutes. Yeah. So. See what what happens is a lot of the songs were written uh, in jamming se sessions. We yeah. jammed a lot. We played a lot of music, uh, hours and hours of just jamming, and yeah, uh, we wanted to include a lot more in these songs. That there, we didn't decide one way one way or another. Let's make always make eight minute songs from now on. Like, guys. This is it. Like, this will be our like, thing. It's just, it's just kind of how it's we, part of the progressiveness of yeah, the kind of progressive because like things change, right? There, that, if we just did the same thing, they'd be and short. I, I, I think we've always let songs breathe. Like we haven't ever decided this song is going to be six and a half. This is going to be four and a half minutes. We just like we start out with the song and then we bring an idea and. When the song sounds kind of complete and finished, we don't know that it's going to be a seven and a half minute song yeah. necessarily. Mm -hmm. I have a good, I have a good friend who is always, you know, it, it. This is all obviously in jest, but criticizing because like I like my three minute songs, I like my in out done kind of thing. Like, oh my god, am I still listening? Yeah, <laughs> but he's still a big fan of the yeah the band. Okay, so. <laughs> so. it also comes. I mean, live we're we're also thinking about just. The, the, the creating an ambiance and that's what I was going to say like, that's what I was expecting you to say yeah. first yeah. Is like the length allows people to settle into like the mood that yeah. you're trying to create mm -hmm. yeah but and live work like it's it's a it's a show right mm -hmm. so when you're watching a show you're not visually stimulated yeah. yeah and so it gives uh, Alex some freedom to to dance to it in those moments that's to, the other thing to grow yeah. for the movement to grow as well mm -hmm. allows for us to get comfortable and uh, the songs um, manage themselves, and so we just we, mm -hmm. they, they come just through us. We we don't, yeah. we don't we haven't made a plan one way or another to. But it does make it make for like when we're playing a concert and you're like, yes, you guys have like ten minutes. You're like, oh no, it's like one, one song. song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only ten minutes. Yeah. Hey. Like we, we played some we're, I mean, like fifteen we're, minutes. Yeah. We're not we're not writing tales of the topographic ocean by Yes here. Who's a, it's double album, four songs. Each, each, each <laughs> one side, it's yeah. one full song. Yeah. Or thick as a brick, but Jethro Tull. It's yeah. forty minutes. We're at our encyclopedia. Yeah. Uh, but you know we're yeah. They're, they're, 
for radio friendly, yeah, it's not, it's not gonna, yeah. like, you know, big commercial radios won't. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming that a goal of yours is to eventually be more successful or yeah. in trap. Like, I mean, like, with well, we've had, we've had, I'm not saying you're honest. No, but it's a word like that. Definitely had, <laughs> just in we case. lived <laughs> a, a, a charmed life, right? Like, we've, we never, yeah. we started and then opportunity just started, bigger mm-hmm. opportunities came our way and we just kind of took them and, all right, took a, took it upon ourselves to, to uh to keep going and so yeah we've we've been to like Yellowknife. we went mm-hmm. to austin texas we play like all across canada halifax awesome. halifax yeah. toronto slave lake yeah have lake. you thought about editing your your songs to be shorter to for well, radio in yes but we, we, we certain we, songs certain songs we kind of have that feel like this one could be uh more radio friendly and so we're like let's keep it and, radio length and now that yeah. we're like writing us we're writing a second album it comes in like those thoughts come into our our mind, but often it's very tough to. You want to sacrifice your whole message mm-hmm. going Aesthetic. just to be ready. Yeah. 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 So we actually just finished a song that's under three minutes, right? So maybe. Potentially, Maybe. Well, it might no, we need to work on it. Put yeah. more stuff yeah, inside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not long enough. Yet. We need to let it breathe. It's missing something. Breathe. It's missing yeah. about four minutes. Yeah, but <laughs> maybe we can just have like multiple little songs that feel like one song. That'd be and great. I think I cut into it, but yeah. yes, it's, it's definitely join a punk band. Yeah. Part one, part two, and part three. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we've it's we've talked about it, but nothing's come up because it's it's like. Yeah, sometimes no. With this song that we're in question, so you have to. I was just wondering because. But it is it is something that's come up. Like we, yeah. we we're playing I don't know on the radio, and they're like, "Do you, what are your songs that you like?" We well, you can play this one. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's okay. four minutes. That one, but all the it's other a ones. Definite consideration. Or they do a fade out. Mm-hmm. A, yeah, yeah, a good, a good fade out. Or yeah, fade out. that's fair. Yeah. And I'm being very careful about the timing of this interview, so I can have the. I won't fade anything yeah. out, because uh, they would make me do that, and I don't want to do that. Um, what is your songwriting process like? With uh, do you the whole band, or is it just one person brings in it's one a thing, idea? Or? The the first album was pretty much written. Jorge had songs, a, a lot of skeletons. them, or, or skeletons, or they were from traditional music, and then we um, he took. You know, they came that way to the band, and then the band ripped them apart, changed them around, and kind of came out with things. This new album... So it is very collaborative. This, yeah, yeah, but this okay. new album is the next level, I think, of collaborative. Yeah, so we're, we've be, we're starting from a different spot um, because nothing existed, right? They're, yeah. Everybody's bringing, um, or bringing ideas or sometimes full, full songs, and so there's eventually we're going to have to... Yeah, there's all these... There's so many ideas and some that are more developed and mm-hmm. right, coming from different places. So it's... Um, yeah, it's... It's interesting. It's writing it as eight people is difficult, right? So mm-hmm. it's writing in little groups and coming to the big thing and the big the big band and having everybody uh, find find something. I think we've learned more about the writing process because we've looked at different methods of writing, and I think mm-hmm. every write, writing method is different for all writers out there. And I, I think we've 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 learned, and yeah. we're starting to grow as as writers as a group. Yes. Through this process, and certain people have strengths and and they complement each other, and others, you know, people some people work better together, and um, it's also interesting talking about songwriting. There's 
this great podcast called Song Exploder, where mm-hmm. you listen to all art- artists from all across, all walks of life, and every songwriting process is different, right? So yeah. it's kind of it was listening to all these different stories. You kind of you you realize that there's no one way of doing it, and so what's it called? Song Exploder. Okay. Yeah, it's great. It it's an mm-hmm. excellent podcast. Excellent podcast. Um, it it's almost as good as this one. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I don't, <laughs> not, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. This is probably well, better. <laughs> we, the the marriage ghost hasn't been on. <laughs> we should break down our songs on the, on the show. Somebody at the time? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a, a two-hour yeah. two interview. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, awesome. deep, I, I would love to do that. Just like, like so what does this lyric mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... There's eight of you. Mm-hmm. That's fairly large. Yeah. For a band, how do you uh, work together to, pre- or how do you plan your practice schedule, or how do you get everyone together? Because you collaborate together. With great difficulty. You, you practice. <laughs> and how do you how do you prepare all of this? It's, it's probably our biggest challenge. Yeah, it is our biggest. We're challenge. bad. We're pretty it's bad. It's a challenge it. every day. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. We've kind of set one day of the week where most people. Can meet and so mm-hmm. it's it's evolved to where people know not to like book anything that night and so most of the time that works and if you can get six people out of the eight together it's like it's amazing it's still better than not meeting not so, meeting and yeah. things um so so it's expected that people are practicing on their own and really learning their parts well or? it's we're it depends sometimes you have to practice for a show so you're you're you're, rehears- you're, you're practicing something that you already existed but when you're writing right mm-hmm. or you're you're jamming new stuff it's a little more loose but it's Yes, as I think, like it's a challenge. When we began, we didn't have a set day of the week where we do. Now we meet Tuesday evenings, uh, and we've done that for a while. And I think that that was a big step for our group, yeah. where we had a regular meeting time. Mm-hmm. Because, like, like Gabriel said, even though not everyone can always make it, at least we are meeting regularly, so we can discuss things and mm-hmm. write and yeah. And, and it's challenging. Everybody's got. Like another, you know, another profession. Lives, other yeah. lives, right? <laughs> yeah. So there are eight lives, right? Meeting, getting two people to meet, right, can be challenging. So yeah. getting eight people to meet and eight schedules and eight, you know, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it'll it'll be challenging no mm-hmm. matter what. I guess it just shows that you're all it. You're making a commitment in some way, cause, mm-hmm. and it shows how committed you are, which I guess is is good. Um, so let's go around. And what is your favorite song to perform live? Adam, uh, I'm I'm really I'm enjoying the the newest song. Oh, one of the newest songs that we're playing, um, Padre Renteria. Oh, uh, yeah. There's lots of fun fun shifts in there, and it kind of swings. It's super high energy, and then it like kind of pulls back into this kind of yeah, kind of standard kind of mariachi kind of feel. So I like that one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a fun song to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like playing Udise. Udise oh, is a fun song. Why? Um, we, we, yeah, we have a fun part there in the middle. Well, it's yeah, it's I like the corporation on it. It's one of those very used corporations that you've heard many times, although in a different key than the normal. Um, there's a good jam in the, in between. Yeah, the jams uh, are fun. Jams are jams are fun. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's it ex, it explores a lot of feelings. It starts very quiet and sad. Mm-hmm. And then it moves to this very energetic interlude, and then it quiets down again. And at the end, it just kind of explodes. And yeah. um, so it's it's got a lot of dynamic, uh, um, you know, parts. Mm-hmm. So it's a fun song to play. Yeah. Yeah, I would say 
there's a lot of I don't know. Eurydice is one of my favorite to play. Cascabel is one is fun. I like the one. I like our the funnest moments are for me are the jams. Like some of our like Eurydice has a has a it's like a more free section. Cascabel as well. Uh, Sal has some like all these songs. That's like where we get to kind of mess around or not. Yeah, kind of just let yourself go and feel what you. Mm -hmm. It's not set, so you can kind of it's it's a little different yeah. every time, and so those are. Those are when, like, the, I feel like some of the, the best moments happen for me personally. Mm -hmm. uh, although I'm really enjoying a lot of the new ideas we're playing, I still really enjoy uh, Shaman and the the groove that uh, Bruce, Ian, myself lock in between the Kihada, the Shikire, and the and the drum line. It's just a really cool groove that fits together with the rest of the band that makes me feel good every time we kind of lock into that rhythm really well. And uh, it has some nice kind of builds and rises and falls. And yeah. so Shaman is pro probably one of my most fun to play. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. It just reminded me, you guys have some like very, very interesting instruments. <laughs> uh, can you like give me some names of what they are? Well, like, Tim, I saw some just, bone thing yeah. earlier today. I mentioned the, uh, you heard, heard uh, the Quijada, which is uh, traditionally a donkey's jawbone. The ones that yeah. you'll see in our show is a horse jawbone, but in... Uh, it's used in South American countries like Peru. It's common there, Mexico as well, and in other countries too. But it is a percussive instrument. The original vibraslap uh, and, and the guiro too. It has if, when you scrape the teeth, it can. Yeah, kind the, of sound the teeth weird. rattle, so you're gonna scrape. You, so you can scrape it with a stick, and it's like. You you also. There's this thing. You also horse horse dentist. Yeah. So you fix those teeth when Tim Tim actually so Tim's quijada in in. At the Harvest Moon Festival a few years ago, on stage while we were playing Cascavel, he like he plays the quijada in it, and it exploded into like twelve mm -hmm. pieces dramatically in, on stage. Uh, and we thought we said goodbye to this quijada, <laughs> and we did. And then months later, it, 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 Tim reappeared with this like quijada all taped up and glued. electrical tape, electrical and... tape, and like twelve <laughs> yeah. kinds of glue and foam and etc. And he still has it to this day. Uh -huh. And I've showed. People in Mexico, like I brought the quijadas from Mexico, because quijadas break and yeah. you get other ones, and yeah. nobody thinks to repair them. Mm -hmm. But I show this. This is this like Your bionic. Makeshift, yeah. yeah. And, then and in, people are amazed. surprisingly yeah. with all the tape and the glue, it has it a lot works. of. It sounds very resonant. It's. I thought it would change the tone quality, but it's still okay. fairly resonant. That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What else? Um, you had like a the melodica was being played. The melodicas when we do we because the, the fun thing with the, the the size of our band and all the influences is that we can play in different contexts. So sometimes we play more traditionally and in a and Tim will play the melodica because he plays keys, um, but not on stage. Um, but I I play the harana, which is like a Mexican rhythm guitar that traditionally carved out of a single piece of wood. Um, it's kind of like a ukulele with double strings, and it's. It's really fun to play. Mm -hmm. it's got yeah, I was like, is that like a soprano guitar? What is that? I was yeah, watching it, you play. Yeah, and there's different sizes. And then Bruce yeah. plays uh, guitarra grande or guitarra bozarrona, which is also carved out of a single piece of wood, and it's like a, a bass guitar that you play with this big pick, and it's got a like really meaty tone. It sounds it's like yeah, trauma. Yeah, it sounds sounds pretty good. Sounds, mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, the tarima, mm -hmm. the the box that um, that Alex dances on is a small version of the big ones that they use in fandangos where people like you'd have four or five people dancing at once but it's just kind of like the center of the party is this big raised stage that just kind of like amplifies the sound very cool um mm. different that's, that's keyboard yeah and then the standard keyboard drums 
mm-hmm. guitars. guitars. Yeah. So cool. I love it. I'm loving it. I'm like really happy to <laughs> you guys right now. Um, so what are your upcoming shows? You have on November, November 12th, you have The Times Changed, yep. which is Saturday. Yep. It's $10 cover. Mm-hmm. And those are always fun. You pack it out and uh, yeah. we kind of play. Times Changed are kind of, is kind of like our, our, they've been our patron, sa- patron saints over the years and just kind of like there's a, there's a vibe to that room that no matter mm-hmm. when we play it, it's always a good show. And like, those yeah. like, that's the best, like, we play all night, pretty much. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Or like, two full sets usually. Yeah, it just feels feels good. It's, it's fun. Yeah, it's it's. it's home. Like, when I heard you say that, I was kind of caught off guard. So usually, it's time changes like folk and like mm-hmm. country. I guess. Well, they they were the, some of the, the the Mexican traditional element and the rock, mm-hmm. and like they they so have, that. they're not. Too yeah, they're a little from... they're rootsy, but we we mm-hmm. are rootsy as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we're like the. Uh, no, I think I think it kind of fits. I mean, they also they also serve this kind of like. Tex-Mex, you know, Tex-Mex kind of food, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like kind of yeah, and they've always had yeah, like a connect, yeah. like a kin, a love for Mexico. It's always like you, Winnipeg, United States, and Mexico, or whatever. It's always mm-hmm. in there. The, the, That's the true, decor. and I think about the art and stuff, like like mm-hmm. all the like southern yeah. like and like cactuses and stuff. Yeah, like, so we're kind of, we're kind of a, a good fit there. Yeah, That's we true. have become the Mexico, the Mexican element of yeah. They were the first. Yeah, they've they've been great to us over the years. They they got us into Jazz Fest and. Uh, they re- they believed they, yeah they gave us opportunities when we were starting out and uh, yeah mm-hmm. so it's just been and they're just great to musicians in general it's mm-hmm. one of the, the one of the best venues if not the best venue in, in town mm-hmm. yeah, I like going there yeah. uh, and you guys all have a I mean, in Montreal yeah we're playing a, another sh- a showcase called Mundial Montreal which is like a world music showcase kind of like Breakout West but for world artists so it'll be our first time in Montreal exciting yeah. how are you guys getting there. We're flying. You're gonna fly as <laughs> yeah. you're gonna drive. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um. And you're just going for the for that show and coming all the way back. Pretty much. It's yeah. a one night one night in Montreal. Well, there's, there's a for some of us. Yeah. <laughs> of us. There's there's also a conference at Elemental. Uh, okay. Part, so some people are gonna stay for, for that. Um. But yeah, it's yeah. Some mm-hmm. people have lives, so. That's totally the fair. The rock star That's lifestyle. Of, totally justified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really quickly, um, I'll talk about the new album you guys are working on. Mm-hmm. What are your plans for that? Like, can you hint at some sneaky stuff? Well, the, the subject matter, first of all, is based on this a book, this Mexican book. Yeah, this iconic uh, Mexican work of literature called Pedro Paramo. It's a very short book, but it's a Mexican ghost, ghost story that inspired Gabriel Garcia Ber- uh, no. Marquez. 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 Not better no. Than. Uh, get, uh, like Nobel Prize, literary, literary Writers, uh, mm-hmm. hundred years of solitude. Yeah, they, yeah. they it's, it's a book, a small book that has inspired many people, and is very yeah. deep. Um, in it's kind of magical realism. Magical realism. Magical realism. A Mexican mm-hmm. ghost story. Yeah. What, um, and what is it about? Like, it's about this town. This this person that comes back to this town, and and he slowly well, realizes it's it's actually it's what's neat about he's it. He's never been to it. Yeah. Well, it's he, what's neat about it is that it plays with time. So sometimes you're not not sure. There's, it talks about the past, this town in its like heyday, and then somebody coming back to this town to find his father. To find his father, and then through yeah. this back and forth, you kind of realize who his father was, and all these, yeah, what happened, and how these these ghosts are kind of stuck there. And it's really, when you read it, uh, you kind of you can like hear and taste and smell that Mexico. So it's kind of like. It's got all kinds of layers in terms of. I feel like that was a great choice to yeah. pick because of the marriage goes yeah, like, yeah. and like revenge and yeah, kind of exactly. and like and like so, your past. Okay, I love exactly. that. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're just trying to. Do, yeah, this is. We're always always about a, a show, right, yeah. and a story. So, 
this we can just like start writing love songs for for whatever reason they have to be there are love songs in them, but they're connected to the story so, yeah so Susanna the the track that you're going to hear at the end of this uh, is is exactly one of those songs that's based on this it's it's the story uh, of Pedro Paramo when he was young uh, kind of longing for this this love that he couldn't have uh, and uh, named Susanna yeah, yeah and eventually this love kind of like he becomes a strong man and he becomes basically like the the cacique like the the overlord of this little town yeah. and so he kind of like runs it to the ground but he's he's fueled by this this love that never kind of there's all so it's yeah it's it's a great story um you can there's a the, the translation in english is also really great and it's a quick read and you, you, you might have to read it a few times because of the way it's it's written like there are probably there, is, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah um there's also an, a film um about a, it, right? a mexican film which yeah. is pretty close to what it is it's um yeah, so it's just, that's our, our starting point, and we've kind of, yeah, um, we've already have a few songs that we're performing um, live, Pedro, uh, Padre Renteria and Susana, the song that you're going to hear, and mm -hmm. um, yeah, so we've, we've got a lot of exciting ideas, we're exploring Ooh. new parts, new new yeah. other, other regions. Of other regions Mexico. of Mexico, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a bit of a different part of Mexico. Yeah, and we're also, ways. yeah, all kinds of other sounds, because the, the joy of this band is that we can, we don't have to limit ourselves in terms of, right, mm -hmm. we were telling a story, so if it works for the story, we get to, you know, make it sound the way we want. Mm -hmm. uh, That's awesome. So where can people find you on social media to, to keep you on? Um... Well, uh, we have a Facebook for people my age. <laughs> and then there's the Instagrams for the kids. Yeah, at Mariachi Ghost. Uh, at Mariachi Ghost. Same thing for Twitter. Yeah, and Twitter, at Mariachi at The Mariachi Ghost? No, at Mariachi Ghost. At Mariachi Ghost. And then, yeah, look us up on Facebook. Um, and give us a like. Do I you think have an we're Instagram? Like, yeah, an Instagram. Yeah. I think we're like 20 people short of 3,000 likes. Yeah. So yeah, you so, can, yeah. so you can totally go in there. Go like us. Mm -hmm. yeah. You might be number 3,000. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, maybe give you something. <laughs> How would you even know? I, you can tell us. Yeah, it, it, it tells you. Like you, you can keep track, and then you'll know who the. Okay. Is. Okay. You can give, them, give them a live shout out or something. Yeah, yeah. we will. We will. So we, cool. yeah, we. And we you do. can find us also on Spotify, Bandcamp, iTunes, and Amazon. of course our uh, website at themariachigos.com. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and all of. Have, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, we do have our own website. Too. Yes. Yeah. 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 I was, I was looking at you. Mm -hmm. you. I will link t all of these links on the blog post uh, on the Friday after the Tuesday uh, live show. Um, so if you're lazy, just and you're like on the blog post, then you can just walk, click it there. If not, find it yeah, yourself. Just Google. It's not that hard. Yeah. The internet is so easy to use. Like if, you, if you're really there. that lazy, come on. Yeah. Um, so is there anything you guys would like to add before we call it a day? No, thanks for having us. No, yeah, this uh, has been awesome. I really wish yeah. I could be. I had a longer show. Maybe like in once you know, come back. Yes. Um, when the album is re being released, and we'll we can come talk back with all eight, or maybe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. the other four. Yeah, the other four. You know, their side of the story. Yeah, yeah. I'm like those all guys got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we heard that show, and that's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or all eight. I would love that too. So yeah, yeah. come back, and we'll talk about everything else, and. Oh, this is so much fun. So thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank uh, you. No, thank you. This was awesome. Uh, thank you to everyone who tuned in and listened to uh, this uh, Winnipeg Music Project interview with the Mariachi Ghost. Uh, you will now be, if you missed the first half of this interview, don't worry. It's, you can listen to the whole thing on Um 
Now you're going to listen to Susanna.